Hi, I'd like to welcome you to our show. I'm your host, Praying Medic. We're talking about life as a child of God and all things related to his kingdom. Thanks for joining us. If you're a new listener to the show, you can find articles and books and other resources on my website, www.prayingmedic.com. Now let's jump into this week's show. My guest on today's show is my friend Seneca Sherbin from Freedom Flowers. Seneca makes and sells healing flower essences. Well, hey there, Seneca. How the heck hey. are you? Hey, I am great. How are you? I am doing groovy as can be, thanks to your uh, amazing flower essences, which is what we're going to talk about on our podcast today. For those of you who are not familiar with Seneca Sherbin yet, she is the purveyor resident genius and flower expert at Freedom Flowers. I'm excited to have you on. You've been actually fairly highly requested by my uh, my friends. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, Well, especially after the podcast with Kelly. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, A lot of people really liked that that podcast and that we were name dropping you. People said, hey, we got to have Seneca on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. We're going to have her on here pretty soon. Well, that was an awesome podcast, and not just because you guys talked about me for 10 minutes. It it was pretty good. I've been wanting to talk to her for quite a while. And uh, you guys are a part of the reason why I miss being in the Northwest. Um, I don't miss the weather, but I do miss all my friends up there. And I never got to run into you while I was there, so that's... Eventually, I live a little out of the way, so, you know. You do. You live a little out of the way. But yeah. uh, I'm getting to know more people in Idaho, which is kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. So you're actually pretty location independent now, though. You could live anywhere. I am location independent now. I could go live just about anywhere I wanted. That is true. But I have a wife. She is rather fond of Arizona, so I think I've okay. been for a while. Okay. She she loves it here. I do, too. I like the way. I- I actually do like Arizona, just not in the summer. I would oh. love to come back in the spring and and yeah. visit there. Yeah, I hide in my little air-conditioned house. <laughs> June, July, and August, I'm pretty much inside writing all the time. It's getting to the time of year now where it's actually really nice out here. I mean, you can see outside uh, sunny blue skies, and then we're probably going to be up to about 85 today. That's uh, nice. Yeah, so when is peak cactus bloom time there? The cactuses bloom in the spring. Let's see, the wildflowers, the poppies and those start bloom, start blooming in March into April. And I think my daughter was down here in May, and there was a lot of cactuses blooming in May. So, it, you know, April, May is probably when yeah. you want to be here if you want to catch that. Okay. Um, I was thinking that was about April. Yeah. Would yeah. be a good time. And, and it depends on where you are if you're way up in the mountains. We went up to uh, Flagstaff. Uh, a couple weeks ago. It's 7,000 feet of elevation up there. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was middle of September and it was cold. We had jackets on. Yeah. Um, and windy up there. And yeah, and, we, I, we had a horrendous wreck in Flagstaff. I remember it pretty well. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. But I do like Arizona. Yeah, it's nice. So you generally have to make a distinction when you start talking to people about flower essences. Because a lot of people think, oh, essential oils, right? Same thing. Yes. They write me off as one of the essential oil ladies. Thank you for asking. Cause <laughs> and some of them are actually a little bit upset that I don't sell essential oils. So that's a whole nother thing. But, yeah, um, flower essences are quite a bit different. They're water-based for one thing, so no oils. And... Usually with essential oils, you're going to inhale them or use them externally, where flower essences you usually take internally. And they also have no scent, although somebody that I was just on Facebook with said that he enjoyed sniffing them. A, so. a friend of mine who we're going, to talk, we're going to talk about in just a little bit. Oh, good. <laughs> because he has a testimony that you don't know about. Oh, good. Yet. Unless he told you his testimony. He did not. Oh, okay. Well, then I get to, I get to share it with you. That'll be awesome. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. So, yeah, I mean, ideally not sniff, but you can put it on your skin. You can. Oh, yeah. I just put them under my tongue. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, yes, I finally went and got some of Seneca's <laughs> essences. I asked her to send me 
a sample because all my friends have been raving. Like I, I was a little bit afraid of this when I, when I started doing this because it's mostly Christians. In fact, my friends on Facebook, it's like all Christians from a lot of different uh, backgrounds. Mm -hmm. But I was amazed at how open people were to the flower essences when I first started posting. I was amazed too. It hasn't always been that way. <laughs> it hasn't always been that way. It's been a little a hard road. Oh for you. yeah, definitely. But yeah, when I started posting uh, your descriptions of the flowers and some of the testimonies from your Facebook page, Freedom Flowers, I was ready for a little bit of backlash, and I never got any. I'm not even joking. Not one person has left a negative comment on anything that I've posted from your page. I and know. They've asked questions, which has been great. Yep. Yeah. There's been yeah. a lot of questions. And yeah. there's been a lot of positive uh, testimonies. A lot of people have tried the essence. Yeah. They seem to really help them. So you, you draw your understanding of the power of essences from the creation account in Genesis. Can you explain a little bit about that? Um, maybe not so much my understanding of the different individual essences, right, but right. Um, my understanding of what water plays, what role water plays in all of that. And what I've come to understand is that it is the only substance on the face of the earth that is capable of being a carrier of frequency, and it's able to transmit it to everything that it comes in contact with. And... I, I realize that that's kind of a stretch for some people looking at, you know, Genesis 1-3. <clears throat> it says the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. But if you go into the original Hebrew in that, the word hovering actually can mean to vibrate. So there again, that's the frequency where he was, he was infusing it with his frequency is what I believe to override the record that was already in the water. And that's similar to what flowers do for us when we take a flower essence, is we're overriding those old patterns of chaos and destruction and negativity using the frequency of the flower, but I'm also calling in the frequency of Holy Spirit and asking him to hover over the waters when I make them. Right. See, my background is in healing, and I'm always looking for ways to get people healed. I mean, we see pretty good success just using power and authority, but I still run into people. My wife needs healing from some things. I need healing of some things. And we've had people pray over us. We've prayed over ourselves and have not had real good success getting healed of everything. And so I'm one of these people that, you know, I'm a little bit of a, of a renegade, I suppose, because I'm not content to just say, well, you just got to have more faith. You know, I, I, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, the Lord has been revealing to me progressively through dreams that there are many more things we need to look at to effect our healing. Right. Yeah. Um, thank you for that, because I feel like I'm the mop-up committee when people, you know, go away and they don't get healed and they get accused about their faith or, you know, you weren't standing on your scripture because you lost your healing and that kind of thing. It's, right. and, and I get a lot of that, too. I get messages every day on Facebook from people who have received lots of prayer and either were healed and lost it or never were healed. And they come to me asking, okay, well, what am I missing? And I have this list of like 10 things now <laughs> that, <laughs> that is growing all the time. A, a lot of what I've found, and this may sound a little bit strange to some people, but the two things that are huge in maintaining, in being and maintaining your healing is how you view yourself, your identity, and how you view God. If you twisted, weird, perverted view of God, it can obstruct your healing. And if you have a twisted, perverted view of who you are and yourself, it, it can get in the way of your healing. And the reason I say that is I, I have seen a lot of people who have had warped views of God in themselves. And once they got healed of wrong mindsets and wrong views, their healing manifested <laughs> afterward. That was the situation with my wife. My wife had been, been believing some lies about herself and about God. Mm -hmm. and she had herniated discs in her back. And after she got her thinking straightened out, the herniated discs were healed, and she hasn't had back pain for almost three years now. Awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's just kind of an example of there. there is, for some people, one of the things that is missing 
in their healing protocol is nutrition. I mean, if you're eating nothing but frosted flakes uh, every day, there's a very good chance you're going to develop some health problems. And a lot of people have really crappy diets. And I think if we took nutrition a little more seriously, I mean, I'm the last person to talk about this because <laughs> I, I'm not a super health, healthy eater, although I'm getting better. I'm moving in the right direction. I don't eat the junk food that I used to. I think for a lot of us, nutrition is a, is a much overlooked because it's a difficult thing we don't want to get, we don't want to get real about. Mm-hmm. And then there are things like um, DNA. You know, yeah. I, was, I was praying the other night. My wife has GI problems. She's got gluten intolerance. She has leaky gut syndrome, like a lot of women do. It's very common in women that are, I would say, once they get to be about 45, 50, uh, leaky gut syndrome is really, really common. She's been dealing with this for a long time. She can't eat gluten. She can't eat a lot of dairy products give her, give her trouble. So I was asked, I was just praying one night. I said, you know, I, I had got tired of her not being healed. Got to this point where I asked the Lord, what is going on? What are we missing? What does she need healing of? And that night I had a dream. And in the dream, the Lord showed me this scene where I was basically manipulating. I had this, uh, I had this machine that manipulated DNA sequences and I was trying different combinations of DNA sequences and they were just sort of random trials until I finally came upon a DNA sequence that worked. It was like the perfect DNA Mm. sequence and other people, I gave this machine to other people. They tried my sequence and my sequence worked for them too. So I think that night God was telling me, her DNA needs to be healed. And like all of us, our DNA needs to be healed. I've been listening to Mike Parsons uh, a lot lately. And I've I've known this uh, kind of intellectually for a while, but now it's starting to seep down into my practice. And that's the idea that um, through the generations and through the ages, our original DNA has been corrupted over and over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. You know, if you look in Genesis and start reading through there, you can see very plainly Satan's plan to destroy God's creation was to corrupt the seed, was to corrupt DNA. And he did it all the way through. And we're all now living with corrupted DNA. And that's why we have all these imbalances and diseases and all these problems, I think. So it sounds like to me that one of the things essences can do is Uh, is like you said, overwrite or correct DNA problems. That's not, I'm not sure that, um, I'm not sure how far they go. You know, I don't know what, what effect they normally have on DNA. We do have an essence out that's new and it's called the 528 creative DNA. And our sense of that is that it is doing some corrective work in the generational lines. Okay. But what it does, even if it doesn't correct the actual DNA sequence, I think what it probably does is maybe adjust the manifestation of our DNA yeah. and the frequencies that are going on in our body. That sounds good, yeah. Maybe a little more correct? <laughs> I think so. Um, I don't know how it works exactly. It's almost magical at times. It oh, just seems yes. like... <laughs> It I, just I got fixes some, it. <laughs> I got some magical mojo to share with uh, the <laughs> listeners here in a little bit, but uh, I'm going to save that for later. So one of the things that I love doing is going on your Facebook page, Freedom Flowers, and reading the descriptions that you give of what uh, some of these flower essences do and reading the testimonies that are posted there. Um, if it's okay with you, I just wanted to read some of the um, things that you've posted on there just in like the last 10 days. Sure. A recent one is about bull thistle. This flower essence helps release negative past experiences with structure or authority, allowing you to see situations more clearly and trust healthy structures and leaders. This essence also helps ease fears of being controlled or can find a good essence for claustrophobia and for those who use their authority too strongly for fear of losing control. So if someone has control issues then maybe bull thistle flower is a good essence for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but when I read your descriptions on your Facebook page, I don't understand what's going on, but almost every time I read one, I start crying. 
Hmm. I just start crying. I have these emotional, maybe it's just because to me, they're so beautiful. What God is showing you about these flowers and what they can do for people. And it's just beautiful to me. I like what you said about trumpet vine. Uh, Flower essence assists in speaking with confidence and fluidity, broadcasting your personality through a megaphone and the ability to banter dynamically and synergistically with others. So this is one you'd want to take before you're going to do a podcast, right? I'm on it. Yeah. (laughs) You're on it. Yes. (laughs) Words can be compared to seeds. Trumpet vine creates big pods that snap open on a precise timetable. Also helpful for those trying to communicate through art or other nonverbal means and for those trying to explain a difficult concept. Now, I, I know you. You're an introvert. Yeah. I mean, you're just not one of those people who's always talking like I am. I'm an extrovert and I just love to talk, but I know it's got to be difficult for someone like you to open up, to want to talk. It probably drains your energy. So uh, does this essence help you kind of come out of your shell a little bit? It, It does. And the most fun I've ever had was combining that with Blackberry, which is another one that is very gung ho and. (laughs) Isn't Blackberry the one that sort of, uh, didn't you say que sera sera? No, that's Thimbleberry. Oh, that's Good job on the berries, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so does Blackberry give you uh, a little more moxie? Oh, I, yeah. I Both of those together, I have a big mouth, and I'm going to let everybody know what I think. <laughs> okay. So when I see... Uh, it's, uh, it's a little scary for other people, but uh, I have a good time. <laughs> that's good. So when I see some... Uh, more controversial posts on Facebook. Maybe it's, maybe it's the effect of the of the essences. <laughs> I like what you wrote about tiger lily flower. Uh, this essence helps balance mood swings and hot flashes. It brings stability and harmony by allowing the user to let go of hostility and aggressive tendencies. It has a long history of balancing hormonal tension. So if women who suffer mood swings due to uh, hormonal changes, this would be a good essence for them? Mm-hmm. That's where we start with uh, any of the menopause stuff. Okay. That is good to know. <laughs> I love this one about wild rose. Wild rose flower essence assists where there's been shut down that the person is resigned to their current situation and they cannot see a way out. There's no fight in them, only acceptance of their fate as an inevitability. Wild rose brings back life with newfound inner freedom to live life to the fullest, even though it's filled with trials. You know, I run into so many people who are, all I can describe their situation is they feel hopeless. Mm-hmm. They feel there's no hope. They've resigned to a crappy life with health problems, with no power, no one cares about them. Uh, they don't feel like they're ever going to walk in their divine destiny. They just live without hope. And yeah, I think that's true of a lot of us, even on a smaller scale than that. You know, we've all got these little areas of our life where, you know, we just, we've kind of shut this, this little side down because, you know, we're hopeless in an area. Right. Um, it's not one that I sell a lot of because most people look at it and go, oh, I'm really not that apathetic, but <laughs> I, it I does think, a lot of people some good. <laughs> I think for even, even for people who are relatively successful, I think that there, like you said, there are areas in each person's life where there is uh, less hope there than there should be. Mm-hmm. Maybe this essence could help people develop some hope in that area. Yellow monkey flower essence is a classic remedy for fears, phobias, and anxiety. If you can name your fear, not for mysterious panic attacks with no explanation, yellow monkey flower will help you face it with joy and humor. Uh, it calms the fight or flight response and releases into us greater levels of joy and curiosity. Boy, I know a few people that could probably use that. <laughs> a lot of people. And by the way, um, when I said not for mysterious panic attacks with no explanation, I do have things for that. Black currant oh, works really well for for the mysterious stuff. So black currant is good. You know, yeah. I, I swear when I get messages on Facebook from people who are struggling with different uh, ailments, Fear and anxiety attacks are probably in the top two or three things that I I get complaints from people. Mm -hmm. And what I've been doing lately is sending them to my podcast where my wife and I talk about overcoming fear. But I honestly think that they might get some help if they considered maybe trying out some essences. Mm -hmm. Both. 
I actually really prefer to follow up inner healing sessions and things like that with essences because it seems like no matter what happens in the session, they've got to walk that out and they've got to, to some extent, stand in that because the enemy is going to try to come back at a later point and get them to re-agree with whatever and and what essences will do in those situations is to really keep you on the right track. It'll keep you from maybe caving in again to old yep. patterns of thinking, yep. old mindsets, old reactions. Yep. That's awesome. That is a, that is the biggest thing that I think that people face after they've been healed is, or they've been you know set free of some demonic influence or whatever is uh, you have this. Okay, now what happens next? What happens when this thing comes back to me in three or four days? How right, do you deal and with that? some of that, I mean, it's, it's if they've been dealing with it for a long time, it to some extent gets ingrained into their identity, um, and that's just the way that they know how to be. So, right. you know, resetting some of that is a big deal. Uh, I had a, an interesting reset this week, which I'll, I'm going to tell you about in just in a little bit. I would like to look at some testimonies that I took the liberty of pulling off your website. I'm kind of sneaky like that. <laughs> um, you have a really, I think this must be a popular essence called uh, Motivation and Manifestation. Yep. M-M. That's number one. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> it's wow. number one. I, I saw a lot of I reviews on there and I was like, people <laughs> must love this one. Here is a testimony uh, from, I don't have her name or his name. This essence was the first one I tried, and I noticed that it was like a subtle but instant monitor within, not letting me get away with not doing things that I would rather put off. A very interesting effect, which seems to have magnified over time and exerted positive influence. Is that fairly typical for people who take yeah. M&M? They kind of yeah. get more Everybody motivation. gets a lot done. <laughs> they get a lot done. Yep. More energy, more motivation. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it seems like, like you said, it's very gentle. It doesn't like, it's not like taking crack or <laughs> taking <laughs> right. you know, a five shot espresso from Starbucks. I mean, it's probably very gentle. And right. that's what I'm hearing from people is these, the, the effect of the essences seem to come on very gradually. It's not very dramatic, but it's For some people it is, but that's the exception to the rule. Very sensitive people will, and depending on where they're at too, there's, there's a possibility of having a healing crisis. Like one person took M&M and realized that there were so many things in her life that were not the way she wanted them to be. And she got very frustrated and angry and threw some things. And I think she had a little meltdown and then she came up with a plan for change. Oh, right. So maybe <laughs> it opened the door to some things that she wasn't prepared to deal right. with. <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> You have to be careful what you ask for, I guess. Here's another testimony from the essence aftershock. Now, aftershock, I think this is for people who have suffered uh, emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be used for other things probably, but this is from a woman named Sherry. I had a horrible event happen to me a couple of years ago. It was so traumatizing that I didn't think I would ever heal. I've had an extremely hard time dealing with it after using Aftershock for a couple of weeks. I can already notice a huge difference. Life seems lighter, and I'm actually starting to enjoy it on a regular basis. Seneca has been wonderful in helping us use the essence. She sends out periodic newsletters. They really help you with what you're taking and help you understand the process of healing that you're going through. I just thought that was an amazing testimony. That is an awesome one. There are so many people out there who have suffered. They're still in grief and loss from death of family members and traumatic events. And it sounds like aftershock could really help some people. Yeah. That's kind of our general PTSD and trauma. And probably everybody would benefit from going through that at one point or another. Um, Preferably when they have a strong support network and... You know, people that can pray them through some things if they come up. Right. Because there isn't like a, a silver bullet out there that heals everything. Right. Right. There's multiple things that need <laughs> to be involved in the process. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. So, open ear. So, I have this friend named Gary. And just before I got on the podcast, Gary and I are chatting on Facebook. And he said, hey, man, I just saw your latest book. He goes, what do you do? And cranking out like a book a month now? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the one on the courts of heaven. 
Right. And I was like, well, I didn't even plan on writing that book. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I, I wasn't. It wasn't even on my radar. I was working on three or four other books at the time. And then when I released the book on Traveling in the Spirit, people came out of the woodwork wanting to talk <laughs> about the courts of heaven. And I was answering all these questions, and I thought, I might as well just write a book about it. So I literally sat down, and in one night, I just sat down and wrote the whole book. Handed it off to my wife. She did some editing, and so we published it. So I'm chatting with Gary, and he goes, man, he goes, you were just cranking out the books. And I said, yeah. And he goes, so he goes, I have a question for you. He goes, first, I have a testimony. So he uh, has been taking open ear essence, and I know a number of people who have been asking about it. And some people have been taking it. I believe Kelly is probably taking it. Um, there was a big run on it after that podcast with oh, Kelly. Was there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so check this out. So my friend Gary says, I've been taking open ear flower fragrance for about a week. I wasn't really expecting or hoping for anything like this, but for the past three or four nights, I've clearly remembered my dreams from each night. Uh, and he's the one who's been wondering about whether he could switch to Vision Quest or take them together. Mm -hmm. So uh, the people that I know who have been taking open ear have been noticing dramatic increase in either more dreams or they're remembering their dreams. That's so interesting because I have a formula called Dream Drops for right. the dreams. <laughs> but, you know, all of the spiritual stuff seems to overlap quite a bit because people are dreaming on the vision quest too, and then they're having visions, and then they're just plain understanding things better. So right. I actually think you could take any of the three and probably get something done. It's all spiritual language anyway. It right. doesn't really matter how it comes through as long as it comes through. Right. And speaking of vision quest... So here's a testimony from Patricia. I recently purchased your Vision Quest Essence. I've always had trouble remembering my dreams. I would wake up knowing that I had a dream, but immediately upon waking, my dream would just disappear. Since using Vision Quest, I, uh, I wake up remembering entire dreams, allowing me to journal about it. What an awesome step forward in my spiritual journey. So this Vision Quest is the one that's actually, you sort of created this for visions and dreams. And this is a testimony of that. Yeah, I actually, I wanted to do something that would help the people who are working on seeing in the spirit and also, you know, seeing into their destiny. So that was kind of the, uh, the goal with that one. Do you often find unintended consequences and applications? Oh, all the time. Your... All the yeah. time. <laughs> I would imagine. So you, you think it's going to go in this direction uh -huh. and then it does and then you realize, Wow, all these people are getting healed of something else. Or, I, I, it's got to be fascinating to do this. Here is a second testimony uh, from a woman named Tammy. Within a week of using Vision Quest daily, I was exploding with insight and not just in one area of my life. I wrote in my journal, many dots are being connected. Regarding questions I'd been asking for years, pieces of information began making sense in the bigger picture of things. I was also able to see emotional issues more clearly and how to resolve them. So that's kind of cool. Uh, that's very cool. <laughs> a little unexpected from Vision Quest, but again, helping her see the bigger picture and maybe some uh, organizing her life a little bit better. Here's another testimony from Bouquet Blend. This is from Anna Marie. Since I started taking this Bouquet Blend, I noticed my spiritual sight is strengthening. I'm able to give prophetic words and interpret dreams more easily. Uh, I have an understanding and appreciation about my destiny and purpose in life. I've also been able to let go of old patterns. I'm not a huge fan of change. And I've been able to embrace the new more readily. So this is Bouquet Blend. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That's Vision Quest. The oh, okay. Bouquet Blends are different blends with, you know, bouquets of flowers in them. So, oh, gotcha. So that's Vision Yeah, Quest. she was on Vision Quest too. So that would be an expected outcome. Um, uh, except for, yeah, there was something on there that she said that was unexpected for me. Oh, the old uh, patterns. The old patterns of behavior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I want to share a couple of testimonies from this compound called Align. So this is a testimony that says my back was bothering me a lot before I started taking Align, but now it feels perfect. I'm not entirely sure that it was the flower essence that made the difference, but I haven't changed anything else, so I think it did. I'm going to keep taking a line for sure. 
And here is another testimony. During the last several months, I've been spiking all my beverages with a line, and it really does what it purports to do. I truly do not have any pain or stiffness in my neck. It's gone. Same with my right shoulder. I don't yet have full range of motion. I need some physical therapy, but I'm not in any pain. So that is cool. Uh, so people are getting physical healing from a line. Yeah, and I should mention that any kind of physical healing that you get from a flower essence is because it was emotionally rooted in the first place. And uh, back pain uh, tends to be so psychosomatic that I just did, you know, went ahead and put some flowers that I knew would work for that into a blend. And I was probably two years in the making of that one. It took me a while. But that one, uh, so many people get so fixed up with that. I took it to a conference week before last. And, you know, a couple of our friends woke up pain-free the next day out of one <laughs> dose. So, was this the conference down in Portland? No, in Coeur d'Alene. Oh, in Coeur d'Alene, uh, okay. Yeah, that was the Ian Clayton, Bruce Allen, and Justin Abraham conference. So, oh, gotcha. You know, Anna Wingate and Sue Beckman both were of my aligned victims, or um, what's the opposite of victim? Uh, patience. <laughs> uh, patience, okay. Yes. That's a... <laughs> Guinea pigs? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I have a question for you now. What can you tell me a little bit about what? Uh, flowers are in a line? Do you remember? Um, yeah, lilac, bear grass, arnica. Oh, I've got it right here. Aha. Uh -huh. Sweet cherry, blue vervain, and dandelion. Okay, here's my question. Are there any similarities or overlaps between a line and fragment finder? Yeah, I've got arnica in the fragment finder. Okay, well, that's interesting because... You shipped me a trial vial of Fragment Finder. Now, for those of you who are scratching your head, <laughs> Fragment Finder is a test name for an essence that you're thinking might help with emotional healing mm -hmm. for people who have fragments and altars. Okay. So I was talking to my friend Michael King, and he said that he was taking Fragment Finder and during, I, I'm not, it was one of the first nights that he was on it, one of his altars that he did not know about came up and started talking in this dream. Um, the altar said that it had information and it had been trained and educated for about two weeks. And it had this period of two weeks of information and it was talking about all what it had learned. And he was in the dream. He was very sure this was an altar. Okay, so yeah. this is when he's taking Fragment Finder. Well, um, it's a little, a little bit different. He was taking one of the essences that was in Fragment Finder. Oh, okay. And what went down is I, um, I've been branching out from just flower essences. We've done some sound essences, music essences. And, you know, Michael is the Gemstones from Heaven guy, so I I wanted to start playing <laughs> oh, around with Gemstone no. Essences. Gemstone Essences. <laughs> I did, he did not tell me that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what we're testing next. But while he was in, I, I gave him directions and, you know, told him how to do it and said I'd be over to pick him up. And so he's like, hey, I noticed that you sell echinacea essence, and I have some out back, and, you know, I wouldn't mind throwing that in if you need any, you know, I'll just do it. And I was like, that'd be great, because I just made some, and it didn't turn out. So he makes it, and uh, I never thought to explain any, you know, what not to do to him, so... Right. He drinks all of the leftover super concentrate, which oh. he said amounted to about eight ounces or so. <laughs> and I, and then he's, he, he boxes me and he says, I'm really exhausted. Do you always get this exhausted? And I'm like, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm like, um, you might be in for it. I just want to know what you dream tonight. And he's like, okay. So he gets up the next day and he's like, you will be very unsurprised to know that I had an interesting dream last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. 
So, yeah, echinaceans so, go after the fragments. <laughs> that's interesting. Now, is echinacea in Fragment Finder? Yes. Okay. So, you sent me, I, I heard Michael's testimony. I was like, okay, I, I have been, the Lord has been telling me and kind of slowly revealing to me the nature of my own emotional trauma, which I don't dissociate and I don't have blackouts. And I don't, I'm not aware of an inner world. So I don't have a lot of the typical symptoms people have mm-hmm. who have full-blown DID. Right. But I know I've seen way too many dead people in my life as a medic. And I have a significant amount of emotional trauma that has been hiding. And it's been, you know, in my subconscious. So over the last year or two, um, I've been having dreams that reveal a little bit about what's going on there. And so I thought, okay, I'm game. I'll be a guinea pig. So I, I had you send me uh, a tester size <laughs> thing of Fragment Finder. First night that I took it, I had a dream. The dream was about various aliases and personas that I have used in other times during my life. So if you know anything about alters and fragments, they're alternate personalities and personas that live inside. Right, you. right. So already right away, boom, the Lord is already. That was really interesting. It. it just seemed like there wasn't really enough information, you know, to work with anything there. So I just was like, hmm. I, I have <laughs> okay. more information now. Oh, all good. Of, almost all of my dreams in the last week have been about dissociation. Switching personalities and alters and things that have to do with dissociation and DID. Now, there's something else that goes into this equation, and that is that I have, in the last three or four days, I've been reading a book about DID. And a guy who has worked with uh, people who have had DID, and he's working, he's revealing the process he uses for healing them. So... Part of what's going on is that God is teaching me about the healing process of DID. Mm-hmm. The other part of it is I'm actually getting healed. So about the fourth day that I was on Fragment Finder, my friend Matt Evans calls me up and goes, Hey Dave, how's it going? And I'm like, pretty good. Hey, you got some time? Sure. Hey, you want to like go through some, you know, generational work and some <laughs> other <laughs> stuff that we didn't do the last time we talked. So like two years ago, he walked me through this process of emotional healing, but we never did any generational work. We never did. There's a lot yeah. of things we, we didn't do. So I was on the phone with Matt for another two hours that day. And he discovered a significant altar that I, that I had that I was getting, becoming aware of. What happened with that altar is about a year and a half ago, I had a dream and the Lord showed me in the dream, two versions of me. One was an introvert who lived in a cave and didn't want to talk to anybody. And the other me was this outgoing, gregarious, very social animal. And in the dream, the outgoing me went into the cave and was counseling and trying to talk to the introverted me who didn't want to be around anybody. From that dream, I started to think, okay, I have at least one major altar. And what happened when Matt and I were working together uh, on the phone is I found this altar. It was living in an underground cavern in, in an inner world type of situation inside of me. For those of you who are listening and are not real hip to what I'm talking about, <laughs> In the next month or two, stay tuned to my podcast because I'm going to start explaining some more things about the inner world of people who have uh, emotional trauma, particularly DID, and what the altars and the fragments, what that life looks like. And I will hopefully start talking a little bit about the healing process. But after two hours working with Matt on the phone, one major altar was healed and integrated. Two minor ones were healed and integrated. They were small. They were the toddlers. And a whole bunch of fragments were were healed and integrated. This was the fourth day that I was on this essence. 
That is very cool and very cool on the timing of Matt's phone call. Oh my gosh. I was just like, <laughs> this is probably the best time to do it since I'm out uh-huh. Now, here is the shocker. Okay. I had been on this essence, I think that same day, the fourth day that I was talking to Matt, I talked to you and I said, okay, I've had chronic back pain for at least 10 years, maybe more like 15 years. The last time I saw a doctor was in earlier this year. It was probably March or April. I went through physical therapy because I had a back injury. He did an x-ray and he said, you have changes that are consistent with arthritis. So I'm 55 years old and it's fairly common for people my age to have arthritic changes in their, sp- in their back and spine and hips. I've been waking up every morning with really bad stiffness and pain in my uh, lower back and lately into my hips. It's painful to roll over in bed. It is painful to sit up. It is painful to do anything. If I were sitting in this chair right now, two weeks ago, I would be in pain. If I change position, stand up, I have to do stretches and I have to, it's painful. I just live with this pain all the time. Okay. The first morning after I started on Fragment Finder, I had no pain when I woke up and I didn't even know it. (laughs) It it didn't even occur to me to even think about it. I just got up out of bed, came out to the kitchen, turned my computer on, made breakfast, showered, got coffee. Didn't (laughs) even think about it. The second day, I get up and I'm like, no pain. And I thought, that's strange. (laughs) (laughs) The third day I got up and I was like, okay, something is going on here. Because that's three days in a row with no pain in my back. Didn't have to do any stretches. Didn't, it wasn't painful to roll over in bed. And I was like, okay, this is, something is going on here. And I have done nothing different except take the essence. That's the only thing I did different. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So the fourth day, I think was a day I I got a hold of you. It might've been the third day. I was like, okay, check this out. Uh, My back pain (laughs) seems to be healed. Now you think if the essence healed the pain, it was probably an emotional root. Right. Well, I will tell you this. I, I don't believe I actually have arthritis. I think there was something else going on. Uh, I, I, at least I did not accept the diagnosis of arthritis. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was a little (laughs) bit shocked to wake up with no back pain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was not what we were going for, but okay. (laughs) But you said back pain has been real common lately or back uh, pain healing has been common. Yeah, it has. And I think it's because so many people are picking up a line, but, um, yeah, I was confused and I, at the time, and I'm like, did I put Arnica in that fragment finder? Because it makes sense that I would, because Arnica does deal with dissociation, and it pulls trauma out of the body's musculature. So, you know, I thought, oh, I'll put it in fragment finder, too. And <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure so, what you yeah, did, but that, that makes... has got some good mojo. Most of the essences that you bottle and sell. They're combinations. They're not like one solo flower essence. Um, You can buy it either way, but uh, the combinations are generally better. Um, You're just going to cover more bases with a combination and it's less expensive than buying them all individually. I have them for sale individually because there are practitioners that want to mix their own or they're also autistic moms, I just really prefer that they have full control over what their kid's getting on a day-to-day basis. So that's why I have the individuals. Okay. So you just said autism. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I noticed there were a lot of testimonies on your website from parents who have kids that have behavioral problems. Yeah. And the essences seem to help them. Mm-hmm. And kids are really drawn to essences. That's kind of an interesting thing. They come up to my booth at fairs and stuff, and they're just entranced by it. And, you know, they don't necessarily understand it, but they're going to remind their parents that they want their flower essences. And it's kind of cool. (laughs) That is kind of cool. Can I share a 528 creative DNA testimony? Sure. All right. This is from your website. I'm new to essences, but not to herbs. Uh, naturopathic remedies, natural medicine, 
or the benefits of essential oils. I've had amazing changes happen with the custom blend essence that I started with, so I was excited to try this. What I find so incredible is the subtle yet daily transformations I'm experiencing with this essence. Uh, I didn't begin taking it for any specific reason. Uh, I read the description and thought we could all use a little DNA repair from, uh, in some form. What I'm finding about two weeks now is that I'm able to protect connections, but also hold on to good sound boundaries. I'm able to speak out in a confident and loving way during conflict and crisis, and I do not like conflict. i rather keep quiet, but not wanting to rock the boat or have anyone mad at me. I'm currently in the middle of health troubles and crisis with family members. Instead of jumping in to take over, I'm assisting, supporting, and holding good boundaries. I've spent a lifetime helping and jumping in. All of a sudden, I'm realizing where to put the brakes on and still show love and support. This change is not something I've been focusing on lately, but it's an area I've wanted to figure out so that I do not become burned out. Uh, for the first time in my life, I'm able to respond better instead of react. I don't feel like it's all or nothing. I feel more confident, which is giving me an internal strength to cope, even during this family crisis. I'm not falling apart or becoming overly emotional, which I normally would. So I found that to be a really encouraging testimony. That one was, and I remember who that person was, and she had a custom blend. And she did have a huge response with that one because she had been stuck in about a four-year cycle of grief. And so I mixed some stuff to pull her out of that. And, like, her first dose, she went into this drunk-in-the-spirit laughing fit that lasted <laughs> for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, you need to go to the health food store and get some Arnica for your sore muscles because you're not going to feel good tomorrow. Her, her abs are going to be killing her tomorrow. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> But that was just a really cool breakthrough for her on both times. That is really cool. I I am just blown away at the way that you're kind of branching out, experimenting uh, with these different things, with with, uh, gems and with frequencies, sound frequencies. So what are the most popular essences that you have right now? Well, M&M, like I said, that one's number one. And... Align and Vision Quest and the 528, I think, are the top sellers at the moment. Okay. Well, we kind of talked about this, but are there any other essences you're experimenting with? Um, right now, I'm personally trying to work with the Fragment Finder, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with that one because I don't know that that's one I just want to unleash on the general public that doesn't have any background or ways of dealing with that stuff, you know, because it doesn't sound like it resolves on its own all that often. Yeah, um, I mean, it's one thing to have fragments and altars exposed, but then they have to be dealt with and they have to be healed. And if you're not in a position where you can get that done, then it's potentially dicey. Yeah, um, it would be a wasted opportunity if one came out and you didn't know what to do with it. So. Right. Yeah, I'm debating what I'm going to do there. (laughs) I will be praying for you to get some kind of answer on what to do with that. Yeah, thank you. And if you have any suggestions, I'm definitely open. One thing I'm thinking just off the top of my head is maybe only releasing it to people that are doing some sort of inner healing work and can hand that off to the right people that they have contact with. Yeah, that would seem like a reasonable uh, I think a reasonable approach. It, you do consultations with people. Mm-hmm. And you can say, look, if you have someone who you're working with, who knows about, is working with emotional healing, and you want to try this as an adjunct to go along with your emotional healing right. protocol, then you can try it. But if you're not in currently in a situation where that's happening, probably shouldn't mess around with it. Right. I've always kind of pulled back from putting the big guns into the pre-mixed blends. Now, I, if anybody's got anything major going on, they usually need to do a consultation with me for a custom blend. So I don't know. I may keep to that. I don't know. But we're doing that. And like I said, the gem essences, those are going to be really interesting to get going with. <laughs> so do you have some guinea pigs uh, lined I up for do. the gem essences? I do. I've got one person's feedback back on one of the gemstone essences. And 
Um, I do want to say that when I was at Michael and Sunshine's house, I pulled the cap off of one of them and a portal opened up next to me. So, <laughs> you know, That's so far the early feedback is this is not something you want to play around with. <laughs> well, that does not surprise me because gemstones, I'm pretty sure, come into the earth realm through portals. So why would they not okay. open up a portal? That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, how much? How much is it going to cost me to get some gemstones? <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> All right, I'll be looking for the, for that uh, email. Well, Seneca, uh, it has been awesome talking to you. Can you tell people the best way to contact you, to get a hold of your essences, to get information, email list? Because uh, I know you do send out newsletters. Right. Uh, how can How can people get a hold of you and find out what's going on? Um, my website is www.freedom-flowers.com. And if you go to the little tab in the navigation that says Start Here, that is a free seven-day essence mini course that just comes in your email. And that's going to get you started and make you a little more confident about what it is that I'm doing and how to use them, how to work with them. And there's a contact form, of course. And then my Facebook page is just Freedom Flowers. If you want some information about what Seneca is doing, I would highly recommend going to her Facebook page, like the page, and then just go through, scroll through, and look at the stuff she has posted there. Look at the information on the flowers, what their properties are, what they do. There's some testimonies on there. I find it really encouraging. I love going through there. About once a week, I'll go through. I'll find <laughs> a testimony or something that you posted, put it on my page, and people just go have fun with it. So I will leave links in the podcast notes to all of your contact information. Do me a favor. Uh, if you contact Seneca and you've heard about Freedom Flowers through the Pragmatic Podcast, let her know when you contact her. I would appreciate that. Absolutely. I want to know who everybody is. And That's cool. Well, Seneca, thank you so much for being on the show. I can't wait to maybe have you on again later and we'll talk about uh, what's going on in the future with Essences. Absolutely. That'd be fun. Get Michael and I both on for the gem essences when they come out and when we know what we're doing with them. <laughs> Michael is overdue for another podcast. I have to interview him. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And... Since we recorded our podcast, Seneca has made the Experimental Essence Fragment Finder available for purchase. You can find it on the website or click the link in the podcast notes. Well, folks, that is our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for dropping by. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't been to my website, you might drop by and check out the articles I have there. If you have any questions or comments about this show, you can contact me at admin at prayingmedic.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at prayingmedic.com. You can also contact me on Facebook and Twitter. I'd like to thank you again for dropping by. I hope you enjoyed the show.